0: Welcome to All the Social Ladies, a podcast bringing you candid conversations with the boldest women in digital marketing. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and let's get into the show. You guys, I'm really excited today to introduce you to Penny Wise, who's the marketing director at 3M. She's going to talk to you about her career, and she's also going to talk about how she helped reposition 3M and use the tagline, 3M Science Applied to Life, to create a social movement. Take a listen. Welcome, Penny, to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you on today. And I was looking at your career path, and I was wondering, throughout your career, there have been moments that have defined your career, that have helped really shape where you are today and help you get to where you are today. If you had to pick three, which would they be and why? So
1: really hard to pick just three moments, but um, give it a shot. So you know, my approach to my work, whether it's the day-to-day tasks or overall, you know, my career and how it fits into my life is to strike a balance. And When I was early on in my career, I watched as a loved one, a member of a family, really sacrificed a lot for their career, and it it kind of gave me pause, and it was a moment that I decided that working hard was really only half the answer, and that working smart was also needed in order for me to reach my professional goals, but also reach some personal goals. So that wellness has become really important to me after that moment with my relatives, Um, so much so that I actually left the job I was at, and that's how I ended up at 3M, which was a a huge turning point for me in my career. Amazing. Yeah, my second one is um, I had the honor and pressure to lead the redefinition of the 3M brand and launch the 3M brand platform, 3M Science Applied to Life, a couple of years ago. And I really consider that uh, a bucket list item if you Mm. are a marketer you know to have that honor and pressure to work on a 100-year-old iconic brand, reposition it for the future and raise up the best of who we are as a company was absolutely amazing and energizing and it was awesome to see a company come together worldwide and celebrate our brand and who we are um from the very largest subsidiary here in the United States where we had To turn people away from our launch event because we had so many people show up and embrace the brand to our our very smallest subsidiary. I have a picture on my desk of uh, one of our offices in Africa where there are about 10 sales and marketing people in the office who all came together to celebrate the launch of the brand. And I can see the banner and the cake that they're using. And I'm still getting goosebumps talking about
0: it now. Wow, that is really an incredible experience. I am definitely want to ask you more about 3M science in a moment, but tell me about your third moment first.
1: Yeah, and my third moment was around moving to the U.S. and taking on an international marketing role for 3M. So moved from Canada to the United States in 2010 uh, and took on an international marketing role, introduced me to 3Mers around the world, helped me build my bank of knowledge and understanding of our company's culture. And helped me see that there is a spark inside every 3M or around the world that makes us all part of something bigger. It really helped me move outside of my comfort zone of being in a small country. It gave me opportunities to think broader, bigger, execute bigger, and to become an agent for marketing transformation and change
0: in this company. Did you always live in Canada prior to moving to the U.S.? Yes, I did. And so was Based it in Canada, worked in Canada? Was it harder or easier than you thought it would be?
1: I think that in some ways it was um, harder because I moved here with two teenage children and moving mm. here to the United States with someone who was entering their junior year
0: mm. was an incredible
1: challenge. So I think personally, it was very challenging, but very rewarding for our family after a couple of years. Um, I think we, I had some culture shock to get used to when I came to the head office from being in one of the smaller subsidiaries because yep. so much is here and so many big decisions and so many people. So there were some growing pains, but I, I really enjoy the opportunity of being at the center of the company and the opportunity to shape strategy and drive direction for the company.
0: Awesome. So tell me about 3M Science. I know that you, not only did you help reposition the brand, but you helped launch the tagline 3M Science Applied to Life. Talk to me a little bit about how you're positioning that and really applying that position across platforms. This was a really interesting question to
1: think about um as as we were as I was prepping for this because 3M employees have just embraced the brand platform across the world. There is isn't anything that I've seen since we launched the tagline 3M science applied to life that it isn't being used in from our employee engagement strategy and platform to just basic advertising that businesses are running to even our uh, our building here in St. Paul, we've wrapped the outside of the building to talk about 3M science applied to life and link it up to the wonder campaign uh, and, and how we're activating now. So it's, um, it's a really uh, rewarding to see how much we are applying it and how well it is being used around the world.
0: I actually love the wonder campaign because I think it, it, it's a totally new way to think about science. Tell me a little bit about the campaign and about how it came yeah. to
1: life. As a science company, we really value science and the impact it has on our world. We think about it a lot, and and we want more people to see that value too. So that Wonder Campaign is aimed to bridge the gap between the perception and the reality of how science impacts us all. And we really want to use that as an opportunity to connect 3M science to everyday life, but also make people curious about science. What's really interesting is most of the time, without knowing it, you'll find yourself within two to three feet of a 3M product. We are in all sorts of products through our B2B sales. Our products make their way into items like cell phones, TVs, cars, and people just don't know that that science is in there. And every product that you see and every product that you touch that's inside another product or one that you use yourself, every innovation we've seen come to fruition first started with somebody... Um, thinking or wondering. Mm -hmm. Somewhere, someone had a spark of curiosity that led them to set out and find an answer, solve a problem, find a new way to do something. So wonder drives progress and drives discovery and evokes within people the desire to learn. So we want people to learn, question, and understand how 3M science and science in general impacts their lives. And so that was the purpose of the campaign, to help broaden what people know and show the impact of science in their everyday lives. So the campaign's really fun. There's a series of videos to help illustrate science of our everyday life. And we're really leveraging those to reach a broad target audience through online promotions and social media. And then just through all of our activities as 3Mers on an ongoing basis around the world.
0: And I know that you mentioned there's several products within products, right? So all B2B stuff that's used to build a lot of the things that we use every single day, but there are also consumer facing products that are used every day, right? If you think about post-it notes or scotch tape or any of the, the amazing 3M stuff that we, we know and love as consumers, how do you approach the two differently when you're looking at social media? So the marketing for a consumer facing product versus the marketing for a B2B facing product. And do you use social for all of it?
1: I think that the process that we take to understand our B2B customers really drives how we connect with them. The yep. short answer to your question is we use social to engage with our B2B customers, and I find that our social engagement and our online engagement is very impactful with our B2B customers because they behave in B2C ways. They're still looking for information, they're still searching out more knowledge. And so social is actually a very impactful way, not only getting very targeted with very specific blogs or groups that might be more scientific or engineering related, but even general media platforms, when we get very targeted about specific audiences, we can reach a lot of people very effectively and engage audiences, both B2B as well as B2C. In fact, I think we've almost surprised ourselves about how effective we can be at reaching our B2B audiences.
0: Yeah, I think with B2B, one of the one of my favorite expressions that I've heard uh, throughout my time and doing the podcast and, and talking to a lot of B2B and B2C marketers is that it's really at the end of the day, it is all B2P, right? Where you're all talking to people, whether they're in a capacity to purchase as a consumer or in a capacity to be interested and engage as a business person, right? Whether you're looking at marketing to someone within a corporation or looking to market to someone as a consumer, it really is about reaching the person uh, with the right message. And I think that, that that's what a lot of B2B marketers uh, are trying to do in social. And I, I think 3M has done a really nice job doing that. Well, thank
1: you. And I And I think that we're really thinking about how do we take our technical messages, which are really important in a B2B space, but how do we apply some of that emotion that you need to capture as well? Because in the B2B space, I believe people are even more brand sensitive because their brand is at risk even more so when they're than when they're a consumer. Right. And so does B two B communication and the power of a strong brand and what what the brand stands for can really uh, help elevate and improve how a B two B how a B two B customer takes their product to market.
0: And so a campaign like Wonder really allows you to take the kind of more holistic broader message something that would appeal to people in general right which is all about that sort of aha moment and bring it to life both for b2b and and also has a halo effect for b2c
1: absolutely does And what we're using is we're taking that wonder campaign and then we're starting to think about what are some of those B2B applications and how do we take that down into our businesses beyond just the overall uh, corporate campaign? And then how are some of the other pieces that we're doing from a B2B perspective, how does it ladder up and still align while delivering maybe not the exact same message, but aligned to what that messaging looks like? But it all ladders back up to 3M science applied to life. And the most important part is... It's about the applied to life. The science is critical,
0: but it's how you take the science and how you turn it into something that improves people's lives and makes a difference every day. Absolutely. I always talk about this with technology, too, that technology is great and it can it can serve incredible purposes, but it really is brought to life when it does help make your life better. And that that's what I see in this campaign as well.
1: Absolutely. That, that is the intent is wonder to think about science and science to improve lives.
0: When you're looking at the B2B side of the business penny and you're looking at this and you're you're measuring social, are you measuring the success or efficacy of social media differently than you might as a consumer facing brand?
1: On the B2B side, we are really looking at how does our social engagement and our online engagement turn into opportunities and relationships that we can nurture in order to um, build opportunities and growth for the future. A lot of our products are really technical sales, so you're not going to go in, see it online, click where to buy, and instantly buy it. You're going to need technical support and other information and other input from technical or marketers or other people inside our organization. So the B2B approach really... Is really thinking about what does that journey look like, and what are what do we need to provide at each step of that journey in order for you to successfully move through. So, so it's a it's a it's a bit longer term. Our B to C tends to be a little bit more. Here's the post it note. This is exactly what you need. You'll buy it where you choose to buy it. So so it's about developing those relationships for um, for for opportunities.
0: Yeah, I think that when looking at B2B and, and social, it's all about really the one-to-one. It's the, it's the ability to form a relationship re- through repeated content over time or different things to build in a, in a slower process that allows you to connect with individuals who might be the decision maker in a, in a B2B process.
1: Absolutely. And it helps us really nurture those B2B opportunities because because our products are so technical. Quite often we need to do demos and we need to demonstrate the product and we need to work with the customer one-on-one to get the right product and, and show them how the product will serve their needs. And so our, our B2B social and online approaches help us really
0: narrow what we need to share and show to that customer and make sure we're bringing exactly what we need. Awesome. Penny, I'm going to head on over to our lightning round and I'm going to ask you three questions. You're going to answer whatever comes to top of mind. Are you ready? I am totally ready. Okay. Penny, what is the worst piece of advice you've ever received? The worst piece of advice I have ever received
1: is Penny, to be successful, you need to learn how to play golf. I hate golf. God,
0: I, I also am hate so golf. Uncoord- I, am, I am so <laughs>
1: uncoordinated. I am so uncoordinated. I've totally ignored the advice. I don't know how to play golf. I, I never learned. I spent time with my kids, and I went to Pilates instead, and I feel pretty good about my success so far. Oh,
0: my gosh, Penny. That's amazing. That is an amazing bad piece of advice. Okay, so that's the worst piece of advice you've ever received. What about advice that you would give to your younger self? So the one that pops first into my mind is always buy the matching jacket.
1: Never just buy the skirt. I can't tell you the number of times that the number of suits that I should have bought both pieces for, but I just didn't do it.
0: Ooh, that's a more,
1: cool seriously, one. more seriously, more uh, seriously, there are times in my 20s and 30s when I totally had meltdown moments. My kids are sick. I can't go to work today. I'm going to miss that meeting. I'm going to miss out on something really important. At the end of the day, no one remembered whether I was at that meeting. I still got the work done. You know, there are things to worry about. That isn't one of them.
0: You really have to keep things in perspective. I love both of those pieces of advice. By the way, the suit, the suit advice is very practical. I mean, I think that that's correct because you that way. And also with the mixing and matching, there's a lot of good, uh, wardrobe advice that helps you not only save money, but always look good. I love, I always love a good piece of wardrobe advice. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right. Last question for you. Would you rather have the ability to change the past or see the future? Can I say neither? Yes, I would say neither. So yes, tell me why. So the past has made me the person I am
1: today, and I really like the person I am today. And I wouldn't want to change any of the experiences that made me who I am, even the painful ones, because that's part of who you are. And then I don't think I want to see the future. I just need it to unfold. I wouldn't want it to color decisions that I make. I just I want to accept it as it comes and, and work with it.
0: I actually feel the exact same way. Sometimes I want to see the future like on trends, but I don't want to know anything like about what's going to happen to my life because then it would shape me and I might make decisions differently. I think you have to be focused on being present. I think is what's key.
1: Absolutely, I completely agree, and I'm glad that you have the same philosophy. And I, I feel it. Like, I feel like I'm kind of whussing out with that answer, but that feels like the right answer.
0: For no, me. I do. I feel the same, and I also feel the same about hating golf. And I also believe in buying the jacket and the skirt both. So basically, and, and we there's, might all the, all the and there's always a there. pair of shoes. Yes. And there's always a pair of shoes involved, right? Yes. Yes. So I agree with all of it. (laughs) Definitely. I feel like you're sister's from another mister. Let me tell you something, Penny. It was (laughs) great having you on the show today. I love learning about 3M and about a lot of the benefits of marketing um, social as a B2B brand. So it's really cool stuff. And uh, thank you so much. You're a fabulous social lady. Thank you so much. That was all the social ladies. Don't miss new episodes every week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likable Media and author of Work It: Secrets for Success from the Boldest Women in Business. Follow me at Carrie Kirpin everywhere. And for more social smarts, be sure to follow Likable at Likable Media. Thanks for listening.